Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show brought to you by agorasnexus.com. And of course, it is the decimation of your asshole on horseback. Don't forget about our friend Bobby in Fairly Decent Golf. Check him out. Instagram, TikTok. He's all over the place. Check him out. He's our friend and he's uh, putting together some really cool stuff out there. Got great merch and he's a great friend. Uh, so you We know, like the Bobby. Uh, yeah, I love Bobby. He's a good man. He's a real good man. He's a hardworking guy. He's a good dad. He's a good human being. So uh, any, any support that we could throw his way, even a like and a share, that's what we're here for. Here to help our friends. So welcome to yet. Uh, you thought I know what everybody was thinking, Christopher. They're like this fucking man. He can't keep it together. He says that he's going to do stuff, and he doesn't fucking do it. Like, we're supposed to have a cryptids fucking round-robin tournament. I haven't forgotten about it, but we sure haven't fucking done it yet. Um, <laughs> we're Round back. Robin. Christopher came up with this wonderful idea a while ago, and we this is now the fourth installment of this uh, wonderful idea, which is Conspiracy Corner. So welcome back. We're here to pull you back in. Conspiracy Corner. Yes. Now... Before I get started, now, I, we were making a joke earlier. Well, I was the subject of the joke because I was a total jerk. I put together a novella of notes using Christopher's words, not mine. <laughs> it, it is a novella. <laughs> I did. A, I overprepped a little bit for this one. That's um, okay. Yeah, not a bad thing. No, but not on the but, day of release. But. <laughs> yeah, however. <laughs> So when I, I'm going to ask you something, I'm going to ask you both. And if you want to chime in, please do. All righty. When I tell you Freemasons, what are things that come to mind? I'll start. Pig roast. They Wait. usually have a pig roast and they have a sign out front of their temple. Okay. So <laughs> when usually. 33 when... and a third. That's 33 and a third. Well That's done. Well done. Okay, go ahead, boss. I usually think of um, the image of George Washington with the pouch. The apron. And, the yeah, apron. the apron. Yeah. And the, 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 you know, as above, so below. Yeah, well done. That's what I usually think of. I usually think of, like, imagery when you say Freemasons. Yeah, it's and then very um, powerful imagery. Well done. Secondly um secret societies and sometimes the government because a lot of the presidents were freemasons from what i understand but outside of that i don't really think too much about it well we're going to increase the understanding of you know who famously in this country and it's not limited to this country there's lodges all over the world and uh, some really powerful people in many different places uh in the uk for example uh, that's a good place to start in France. This is kind of like a product of the Enlightenment, so to speak. But, you know, people have made some connections with the Freemasons and some other, and another group. Um, and it's not. And again, you will not be surprised by who the Masons have been lumped in with as the cause of problems in the modern world. So, I, you know. I want to get started here, you know, real quick. All right. I wanted to get what they, the Masons, say they do. All right. So this is taken right from the source, you guys. You can take it, you can leave it, you can do whatever you want with it. All right. So check this out. This is what the this is what a Masonic Lodge in Pennsylvania says. Okay. This is the Pennsylvania Grand Lodge. Okay. Quote. <clears throat> Over the last three hundred years, Freemasons in Pennsylvania 
have been active members of their communities. The Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania has built and invested in five Masonic villages, founded and maintained by the Masonic Children's Home, given out more than $1 million in scholarships to students, assisted parents and children with problems like bullying and drug abuse, and saved and restored priceless books and artifacts relating to the founding of the United States. Yet one question remains, what do, what, just what do Freemasons do? Freemasonry at its core is unlike any other social or fraternal organization. While many groups work to improve their community, such as Rotary, Kiwanis, or the Elks, Freemasonry takes a different approach. Whereas most organizations help their community as a group, Freemasons start with the individual. We believe that by improving and educating our members, they will become better citizens, which will naturally lead them to wanting to take an active part in improving themselves and their communities. This is accomplished through moral lessons provided during Masonic degrees and reinforced at each meeting. There's an old adage that says Freemasonry makes good men better. While it's certainly a nice phrase, it doesn't tell you much. Perhaps a better definition is Freemasonry provides its members with a philosophical outlook on life by conferring degrees and reinforces these values through lodge activities. Let's give an example. Freemasonry teaches the importance of helping others, especially those that cannot help themselves. This idea is inculcated at each Masonic meeting during the opening and closing ceremonies. It's also reinforced when members support charitable projects on their own within their lodge. Charity is not forced upon our members. Instead, they, cho they choose to support charity because they believe it is the right thing to do. But remember, we're not just a fraternity or a charity. This is but one example of how our strategy of individual improvement leads to a larger change. Just as charity is, natural, is a natural occurrence stemming from the lessons taught in Freemasonry, so is brotherly love and the importance of truth. Freemasons take their commitment to aiding their brothers seriously and work hard to live true to their word. So, that is what the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania has to say. Now, does that sound good to everybody? I mean, it still doesn't say what they do. It just says that they hang it out. It just kind of dances around. Yeah. Like, they, they teach philosophy to other members. So, like, I mean, they're just an organization who talks shit all day. I mean, I'm not really <laughs> sure. It doesn't really say what they do. Like, it's, it talks about um, they don't really do much, it sounds like. I don't know. Okay. What did you get from that, Christopher? Like I said, it just feels like it danced around the question that it said that it aimed to answer, which is what are Freemasons, and it's very vague and gives yeah. you one example, like, oh yeah, we do charity. Sure. Yeah. And so then here, here's here's a couple sayings the of, that helps you. Also does charity and some other right? not so nice things, right? Yeah, I, I get it, and. I think that's probably what leads to a lot of intrigue well, it, with it, the Masonic order, right? Because they're not telling, like you don't get, they don't bring a camera in there. You can't hang out with them unless you're like, you know, an initiate or a member or whatever they keep. They're very clandestine. They keep it close to the chest. They don't show you what they're up to. Right. So that's right. going to naturally lead people to ask questions. Wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, but the whole thing is like, you know, it's like, well, Freemasonry isn't all about charity, but let me just tell you about how we do charity. 
you know, and it just, it kind of, like Chris says, it dances around it, but it doesn't sound like they do very much uh, outside of, you know, whatever happens inside their organization. Um, Clandestine things, disgust and shadows. Yes. And I feel that that is the impression most people get. And there's within good reason. Let, for those of you that are not familiar, the Masonic Order was instrumental or an instrumental part of American history, at least in the very early stage of the revolutionary stage. From what I understand, and we'll go through the list, this was almost like the LinkedIn of the 18th century, where it was if you wanted to get you know yourself out there and, and network and meet people and get yourself in a position to where you can maybe move up socially in the world. Mm -hmm. This was a good way for upward mobility for, um, you know, uh, you know, folks that lived in the um, in the colonies right uh, before the revolution and after. Let's go through the list. So these are American presidents. The following list is, are, are American presidents who were Freemasons. George Washington, you know, the guy who started it all. James Monroe, Andrew Jackson, the bane of Native Americans, James K. Polk, James Buchanan, Andrew Johnson, James A. Garfield, William McKinley, famously of Canton, Ohio. So is James A. Garfield. He was also from Ohio. Okay. Theodore Roosevelt, William Howard Taft, also from Ohio. Mm hmm Warren G. Harding, also from Ohio. Maybe it's an Ohio thing. <laughs> uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, the, the paralyzed uh, president that nobody knew he was in a fucking wheelchair because of polio. Harry S. Truman, where the S stands for S. He is, the S does not stand for anything. That's weird. Isn't it, though? And finally, Gerald Ford, the man who seceded um, Richard Nixon. His middle name was Millhouse, I believe, which is very uh, Gerald Millhouse Ford <laughs> from Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, also, let's consider how many Supreme Court justices we have, in, we, we at least had in this country, that were Freemasons. This is, uh, there's 92 names. Okay. Okay, we don't need to read those. But we know it goes from John Jay from 1789 all the way to John Marshall, Wo William Woods, Willis Vandervanter. What a great fucking name. Uh, Harold Burton. No relation to Cliff Burton, the bassist, uh, former bassist of Metallica. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe a cousin, distant. To Thurgood Marshall, which some of you have heard he finally retired in 1991. He was on the bench from 1967 to 1991. Okay. That's crazy. There are a shitload of Supreme Court justices that um that that have been Freemasons, okay? In fact, one of the conspiracies I I read that I wasn't sure I wanted to, but I'm going to bring it up. There are now more Catholics uh on the Supreme Court than Protestants for the first time in American history and apparently that's a problem too. Uh, I'm sure the Jews have something to do with that as well, of course. We'll get to that, though. Don't worry. Like any good conspiracy theory, it's got a common denominator. We will get to that. The name Thoroughgood is 
Thurgood? Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I don't think it's Thorogood. It's what's thir Thurgood. Whatever you said. Yeah, you th said Mr. Thurgood. Thurgood Justice Marshall. Thurgood. Yes. T h u r g o o d. There's some good names Thurgood. on here, right? Willis Willis Van Der Vonter. That's fucking great, dude. Like, imagine introducing yourself at a party. Hey, ladies, this is I'm Willis Willis Van Devonter, and the ladies are gonna be like, "You are so sexy with that Dutch name." Oh my god. Uh, what else? <laughs> like, look, this is Stanley Reed. Stanley. Yeah. What you talking about, Willis? Willis. Willis. Well, what was his last name again? Van Der Vonter. Willis Van Der Willis Van Der Vonter. Yeah. That's sexy right there. I mean, and I'm not gay at all, but I'll be honest. I'd be like, you know, I'll think about it. Yeah. You know, 1910 to 1937, he was Supreme Court Justice for 27 years. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, and, and proud we are of all of them. All of the Germans. <laughs> well, he, he Dutch, German, same thing. Yeah, they're cousins. Yeah. Now, okay. I don't know if anybody, but, you know, like heard about this in a, it's been a while. There was a freak out in the desert out west. They wanted to use a steam-powered rocket to fly into the atmosphere. I remember. To prove that the Earth, in fact, is flat. Mm -hmm. This goes back to the Freemasons, apparently. Did anybody, was anybody aware that your pals, the Freemasons... I may have heard some rumblings. Some rumblings, Chris. Some rumblings. Um, like, you know, like, like the canoes in Venice. <laughs> when you heard some rumblings, rumbling down... This is going to get interesting. Do you not say rumblings? Do you say something else? I think of rumblings. I think of like, like I have stomach issues. Well, that's what they say. Rumblings or grumblings or whatever. I like it. I'm going to use it rumors. more often. R rumors. I like that. <laughs> rumors. Some rumblings. Some gossip. You got to pronounce the P really straight. Gossip. I mean, you're the fucking wordsmith, man. I'm not. What do you use rumblings <clears throat> for? Or am I just talking shit again? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not talking shit. Okay, don't I'm make like, fun of me then. All right. You big weirdo. A California man who planned to launch himself 1,800 feet high and uh, 18 feet high, spelled with the GH, because never mind. Anyway, <laughs> if you guys can find a road in the United States that's high street with just an HI, please write to the fucking show. We're desperate. Yes, yes please. We are desperate. I for need that. to know where this road is. In a homemade scrap metal rocket. Okay, so this dingus decided to go steampunk with his fucking sheet metal rocket. All right. All right. His name is Hughes. <laughs> First name, Mike. Uh, is, is it Mike? Yeah. Mike Hughes? Mike Hughes. I worked with the Mike Hughes. How nice. Not this guy, though. He's much younger. Hughes' ultimate goal is a subsequent launch that puts him miles above Earth, where the 61-year-old limousine driver hopes to photograph proof that the Earth is a disc we all live on. Quote, I'll shut the door on this ball earth, Hughes said in a flight fundraising interview that with a did. flat earth group. Theories discussed during the interview included NASA being controlled by round earth Freemasons and Elon Musk making fake rockets from blimps. You, folks, you can't make this shit up. Round earth Freemasons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So he had this first attempt in 2014. And he went a quarter of the distance that he was supposed to go in his steam-powered rocket ship. Okay? Recently converting to flat Earthism, after struggling for months to raise funds, his follow-up flight over the Mojave Desert. He had a, a, a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter or whatever. 
He was looking for like $150,000. He got like, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. The people were like, no, I don't think this is going to work, Mr. Hughes. So, yeah, he's dead. Okay. He's dead. But this is something that he, we want to do this to basically thumb our noses at these billionaires trying to do this, Hughes said in the pitch video, standing in his Apple Valley, California living room which he had plastered with drawings of his rockets. These are the ramblings of a madman. If you go to somebody's house with the hand drawing of the steam-powered fucking rocket ship that he's planning to fly, have this person committed. Don't ask. I know it's, uh, we're, we don't want to violate the nap. This man could potentially fly this fucking rocket into a school bus filled with children. This man is mentally ill. He needs help. He needs medicine not to fly a steam-powered rocket. Well, he did anyway, and he died. They have not put a man in space yet, Hughes said. There are 20 different space agencies here in America, and I'm the last person that and I'm the last person that's put a man in a rocket and launched it. His words. Comparing himself to Evil Knievel, he promised to launch himself from California from a California racetrack that year as the first step in a steam-powered leap towards space. He raised a whopping $310 of his $150,000 goal. A little short. Maybe. A little short. Just a little. Quote, and I take this as a personal front because these two men are from Ohio. John Glenn and Neil Armstrong are Freemasons. Once you understand that, you understand the roots of the deception. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It must go brain deep. <laughs> These roots of deception. If anybody has heard of this, don't say that you you've heard of it just to be right. You haven't because this is wild shit. Like I I, I fancy myself to know a little bit about Freemasonry. The flat earth Freemasons, I didn't know that that was part of their program. I thought that this was a charitable organization. Here they are upholding the round earth myth. Um there was a previous podcast where Angel and I were on once talking about Flat Earth. She knows quite a lot about Flat Earthers and their fucking ideas and the firmament and all this other stuff. Mm. It makes sense that it all fits together, okay? But technically, there is a firmament. Technically. Because the atmosphere, like our atmosphere, is is conde- it's it's a lot of science, okay? And I'm not um, a scientific person. I literally called the boats in Italy's canoes... Okay, listen, because I don't know what they're called. (laughs) So don't take it for me. Like, you should probably look it up. But, you know, our atmosphere, it's condensed, right? Which is why when you travel to leave Earth to go into space, you need a light payload. And the majority of the rocket is fuel. And you have to move twice as fast as your ass to punch through the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So technically, there is a firmament but it's not like a glass dome firmament it's a fu- it's the earth's atmosphere dude right and then out like then you have like the uh uh the belt with the with the electromagnetic fields uh the uh, van allen radiation belt couldn't think of the name that's what it's called cool. and it protects us from 
you know, space weather. And what I mean by space weather is like gamma rays and all this shit that's floating around out there that come from space <laughs> weather. <laughs> uh, the electromagnetic, uh, you know, and the flares and all that shit and the fucking stars mm-hmm. that like, you know, explode and all that shit goes somewhere, right? And some of it comes to Earth. So we have the van, what they call the Van Allen radiation belt that helps protect Earth from these things amongst other things so technically there is a firmament but it's not not the glass dome it's not a glass dome right okay fair enough and i appreciate that explanation and by the way nobody's making fun of you for calling gondolas canoes (laughs) i think canoe sounds better i i I think it's great i was i was definitely making fun of you (laughs) i was I'm going to be honest. I was making fun of you. Did you know that it was called a gondola? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I did not know that. I didn't no, know what just, they're called. I thought it was great because I want to be that American tourist <laughs> that goes to Italy and goes to Venice. Like, hey, uh, Guido, how much does it cost to get into that fucking canoe? With <laughs> this our anniversary. Can, how much for the canoe? Can, can we totally go? venice and do we, that? Could, we could do a we could do a used guys trip uh we'll figure it out I'll, I'll be the white trash one no no no. oh no i'm gonna be the white trash one <laughs> i'm gonna wear camo shorts and have fucking uh camo in- shorts a dale earnhardt t-shirt absolutely a fucking <laughs> trying to think of what else to be even more red oh, <laughs> it's a trucker's hat yeah so yeah so yeah trucker's hat flippy flops crocs well, it's got to be Crocs, don't you think? That's Cam- camo Crocs. Camo with, Crocs with, 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 with fishing lures attached I'm gonna have to, to the I like smoking. This. Yeah, we're all, well, no, they smoke more in Italy than, oh. we, than Americans do. This was in the uh, Substack. Well, uh, I might have to wear a really tight shirt and let my stomach hang out. They, they, they suck down cigarettes and drink glasses of olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> Wash it down with an espresso afterwards. Yeah. And they live longer than we do. And I'm going to walk yeah. around and I'm going to say espresso. Expr- yes, with an X. Yeah, you yes. see, you see the olive oil in a cover, in a cut of the esophagus. And that way, when you a smoker, it reduces the risk of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. They're doing something right that we aren't. That's for sure. Um, so getting back to our friends, the Freemasons and the pig roasts and... Yes. How, know, how are pig roasts because connected? Because in, in my town, they have a Masonic Lodge, and every year they have a big pig roast for the community. But it does. <laughs> That's okay. what I think of. When I think All of right. Freemasons, I drive by, they're like, hey, pig roast is okay. summer. And I'm like, hey. hey, I won't go, but that's cool. Like, I mean, maybe we should go. I think we should. I just, I don't know, man. People cooking pork, and I don't know who they are, and I don't know if they know what they're doing. You can get me, like, violently ill if you don't get it right. Well, you know what I mean? we should crash it. And, like, everybody, like, Chris, you, me, we should crash it. They also have a pancake breakfast for children. Ooh. Like, you know, the benefits, like, they go to uh, the children who are not, uh, who, you know, unfortunately are not doing as well as everybody else. So, I mean, anytime I see them doing stuff. We should, we should show up and be like, we've come to suss out all you round earth. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> That would come out with it now (laughs) (laughs) with the canoes. Oh, God. 
That's the best. I love it. Like, I got my Dale Earnhardt t-shirt on. I'm going <laughs> to open a can of whoop ass. <laughs> when it, Lexi told me, <laughs> Lexi told me, like, she sent me something about fucking Dale Earnhardt. And she was like, number three on the track, number one in our hearts. I love that <laughs> shit, man. That cracks me up. Was Dale Earnhardt a fucking a, a Mason? Please tell me. Anybody know? know? I'll, I'll Google it. <laughs> That, then we can quit the show. We're, we're that, done. Yeah, I was gonna say that would be conspiracy sheer, over sheer irony. Oh my know? god, probably not. He he doesn't have time for that shit. Rest in peace. Now, here's the next part. So I got some good information here from somebody compiled. Sort of, I guess you could say. Uh, I don't know. It's not a pamphlet. He, it's he not was, a manifesto. What he was not. He was not. All right, moving on. Moving on. Still number one on the track, as I'm told. Uh, but not a Freemason, so we got to move on. Dale, sorry, senior, or no, junior, Jail Earnhardt Jr., excuse me. For the vast majority of Masons, Freemasonry is a lifelong succession of deceptions. Most lodge leaders do not realize that they are deceiving their members. For the most part, they are simply reciting the same things they've heard and said over and over, assuming that they are right and good. However, the, uh, the princes and adepts of Freemasonry deliberately deceive the Masons under them. Masons take blood oaths, but are told that they are only symbolic. They participate in rituals that they don't understand, assuming they must be all right, because their Masonic friends have done it as well. The highest level Masons, princes, and adepts, I didn't even know that was a thing, deliberately deceive the Masons under them. For example, Albert Pike was one of the highest authorities in American Masonry. He was Grand Commander of the Southern Jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry from 1859 to 1891. He was also Grand Commander of the 33rd Degree, as well as Prince Adept. His book, Morals and Dogma, is given to men when they reach the 32nd Degree. The following quotations from Pike's Morals and Dogma show that Masons of the highest level deliberately deceive the Masons below them. Quote, part of the symbols, part of the symbols are displayed there to initiate, to the initiate, excuse me, but he is intentionally misled by false interpretations. It is not intended that he shall understand them, but it is intended that he shall imagine he understands them. There must always be a commonplace interpretation for the mass of initiates of the symbols that are eloquent to the adepts. This is another one. This is a good one, right? Masonry claims to be superior to Christianity. Not only is Freemasonry a religion, its highest authorities claim that it is superior to Christianity, even though like lots of Christians are Freemasons. I don't know. Freemasonry is considered to be the highest and purest form of religion. Quote, Freemasonry is not Christianity nor a substitute for it. It does not meddle with sectarian creeds or doctrines, but teaches fundamental religious truth. Christianity is even considered to be Freemasonry, when it has become encrusted with inflexible, inflexible biblical doctrines or theological barnacles. Drop the theological barnacles from the religion of Jesus as taught by him and by the Essenes, the Essenes and Gnostics of the first centuries, and it becomes Masonry. Masonry in its pure, purity, derived as it is from the old Hebrew Kabbalah, aha, see where we're going? Mm -hmm. As part of the great universal religion of the remote remotest antiquity to better understand mr buck's statement is necessary to understand what the kabbalah is 
Kabbalah can also be spelled with an H at the end. Uh, we won't get into the spelling. A kind of system or of occult, the, uh, what is it, theosophy or uh, mystical? It says mystical, not mystical, mystical interpretation of the scriptures among Jewish rabbis and certain medieval Christians. Another definition is secret or esoteric doctrine or science, in general occultism, mystic art, and mystery. And that's from the Webster's Collegiate Dictionary, 5th edition from 1947. The following definitions give clarity to the above definition of the Kabbalah. Occult of, pertaining to, concerned with, or designated alchemy, magic, astrology, and other arts and practices involving the use of divination, incantation, magical formulae, etc. It is anti-Christian. Considering Freemasonry's roots in the Kabbalah, it is not surprising that it opposes Christianity. So the writings of Masonry's highest authorities clearly show that it actually that it is actually antagonistic to Christianity to the point that Masons are not supposed to mention the name of Jesus in the lodge. A Christian Mason is not permitted to introduce his own peculiar opinions with regard to Christ's uh, mediatorial office into the lodge. Whether you swear or take God's name in vain don't matter so much. Okay, that's from a handbook that was printed out. Don't matter so much. Of course, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as you know, don't amount to anything. But, quote, Mahabono. That's what it says in this pamphlet. Mahabono. I don't know what the fuck. Mahabono? Yeah. Like my boner? I don't know. Mahaboner. That's what it sounds like. Mahabono. Mahaboner. Horror. Exclamation point. (laughs) It's very terrifying. The horror. (laughs) Boners are terrifying, I guess. I guess so. You must never on any account speak that awful name out loud. What, my boner? Mahaboner. Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. That would be a most heinous crime. Unmasonic, unpardonable. And this is from Edmund... Ronane from the Masonic Handbook, page 184. You can't say the Jesus? Yeah, that's a problem. Like, just in general? Or, like, are we talking, like, taking the Lord's name in vain? It says mentioning his name in the lodge. Like, you're in the building where the pancake breakfast is being held. Apparently, that's a problem. Okay. Now, if any of you are Masons, let me know if any... Like, you're not going to be able to tell me anything, which is why we, we have to go on intriguing adventures to find out what the fuck you're up to. But my favorite is, well, if you're curious, why don't you join? No, 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 no. I get a tour of the country club. I get to hang out for a minute, and then I get to decide if I want to commit my money. You guys are like, no. It's like Nancy Pelosi. We've got to pass the bill before you can read it. No, 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 no. You got to let me know what you guys are up to, and I can decide if I want to join the team and then go bowling with you guys or not. Apparently, that's a problem, okay? Masons worship pagan gods. Here we go. You ready for this one? Yeah. Yeah. When Masons first join a lodge, they worship G-A-O-T-U, which is which they are told is the god of their own religion. When they have progressed, they are told that can can we pronounce this uh Gautu? What is it? It stands for like the creator of all universe or something like that? Something like that. It stands for the grand architect of the universe. Okay. It's so complex. It's better to just say grand architect of the universe instead of this G-A-O-T-U. Gautu. Acronyms are getting out of control. Yeah. Okay. All right. And moving on. 
They then search for the true name of God, which they are told was lost. In the process, they are taught that the God of the Bible is the same as the old pagan gods. Uh-oh. That's a problem for some of you. Uh, so this Odin? Uh, yeah, he's in there. Yeah. Can Oops. you say Odin inside the lodge? I don't know. We have okay. to ask a mason. All right. They need to do one of those. Like, ask a mason. Yeah. And, and some guy from the Bricklayers Union shows up. What do you want to know? <laughs> uh, wrong, wrong one. No, I'm a mason. What do you need? <laughs> Not that kind, Frank. I'm sorry. <laughs> we want the philosophical ones yeah. that give to charity. Yeah, we want the one that's run by the Jews. And he's like smoking <laughs> a cigarette. Like, I heard about that, you know. I know you have, Frank. <laughs> I know you have. I heard that they're really into the Kabbalah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jewish mysticism. <laughs> we talk about it at our local. Yeah, I know you do, Frank. Yeah, everybody does. Um <clears throat> The Masonic doctrine of the unity of God teaches that one, the names of the different nature gods, Brahma, Baal, Am, An, Dagon, Osiris, Allah, Molech, and Shango. I know Molech. I know, and I know Allah. I know, I know those. Yeah. I know Osiris. Who doesn't know Osiris? And, and I know Brahma and Baal. Yeah. Along with Jehovah, all denote the generative or reproductive principle in nature. All religions are essentially the same in their ideas of the divine. It is for the express purpose that the simple Mason is introduced, instructed, instructed, I'm sorry, excuse me, to look up every man's religion as his own. So if we're, let's just pause for a minute and take a look at what we've been told so far. The author of this is clearly somebody who is Christian, who's trying to prove the Masons are up to no good, right? Yeah. Okay. But so far I see, like, the whole Jesus thing, the way I took it, man, was the author is saying, we're not going to mention particular religions because we don't want to discourage people who don't agree with you from coming here. So we're not going to bring that up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're supposed to, like, confess in the creator or what is it, the grand architect of the universe? Yes. That could be whatever God, right? It could be Gao Tu. Gao Tu. Gao Tu. Right. Um, but, yeah, um, or... Kotor is my favorite because Vonnegut came up creator of the universe. That's a little bit easier, a little bit shorter, but the acronyms are getting out of control. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, so to, to me, it looked like the Masonic Lodge was like, listen, we pull from a lot of different directions here. Mm -hmm. We don't want to get uh, we don't want to get roped into one specific religion. We don't want to encourage people to kind of have their own ideas. And yeah, there's some mysticism or what have you then. I mean, it sounds like I don't know. It sounds like a club for rich guys who want to wax philosophical. It doesn't sound so insidious yet. Okay. I don't know if that's how you guys interpret it or if you think that it does sound insidious so far. Like, what are you thinking? Like, I don't think it sounds insidious so far. I mean, it sounds like they are hanging out trying to figure things out. That's the way I looked at it. What about you, Chris? Do you get the, you get the feeling that they're up to no good or, or are they trying to actually be inclusive back in the day? I don't know. Uh, what if I'm searching for a particular line that struck me as something that was Oh yeah, just for Oh yeah, yeah. And what would just just the line when he says you must never on any count speak that awful name out aloud. Mm -hmm. like just that that phrasing kind of has some sinister undertones to it. Okay, fair enough. Like, 
Fair enough. Like that that definitely kind of gives me some sinister vibes. All right. Yeah. Like I like I'm no Christian and like big fan of religion in general, but like to like refer to it like that, like like never speak his awful name out loud. (laughs) (laughs) The light of his name will expose what we do under the cover of darkness. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. No, this I'm so glad you know what I'm glad that you brought that up because I I didn't maybe I didn't take it seriously enough. But yeah, I don't yeah, think I, I maybe I didn't. Yeah. You know, maybe we both didn't. And, and I mean, depending on did it say what year that was written or does it just say the person? It just says the person like I, I have the notes. I'll have to go through them and see which year. But a lot of these are from the mid 19th century. Because uh, I, I mean, I guess maybe it could just be the vernacular at that time and could be. I mean, you, you know, but like at the same time, like I said, I can't help. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of now. Now that you, I was joking around awful, about boners. Awful name aloud. Yeah, it says whether yeah. you swear or take God's name in vain don't matter so much. Of course, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as you know, don't amount to anything. But Maha Bono horror, you must never on any account speak that awful name aloud. That would be. A most heinous crime, unmasonic, unpardonable. Okay. When I read that, I took it as don't mention that here because there's people who may not believe in him. But then when, yeah, the awful part, it's like, all right, well, maybe he was having a bad day when he put together his little handy dandy pamphlet. <laughs> I, and I was joking around about boners, so I didn't really take it seriously. I didn't take it seriously. You know what? You lighten the mood. And good job. Good job. <laughs> so, Anytime you want to, like, you're at a funeral looking at dead guy, you're like, right. uh, a boner. Yeah, like, you're at a funeral and everybody is sad. You're like, checks notes, insert dick joke to brighten mood. <laughs> It'll work. It'll work. It'll work on me. Like if, <laughs> like if we're both sitting there, we're looking at some dead guy, and Angel's like, "My bono," <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "We're supposed to be upset. Stop it." But why Ma is it bono? Why is Jesus Christ's name so awful to them? That's a good question. It Chris. is a good question. That is a good observation. I didn't. I kind of. I didn't really take it that seriously, but that's something to consider. And it's great that you brought that up because the next portion is going to kind of play into, we're going to start going a little bit deeper and a little darker. All right. It's going to get a little odd here. We're going to talk about the Masonic initiation. Ooh, the good stuff. Before being initiated, candidates for membership do not know that any oath will be involved, much less the bloody nature of the oath. They take the oath a few words at a time, repeating the words as their worshipful master says them. And with worshipful, worshipful master being uh, uh, capitalized, I'm taking it that's the, the title of the individual administering the oath. Yeah, probably the the top of the top in that lodge. That lodge, right? Yeah. The lodge boss, I yeah. guess. Before they start saying the oath, they are assured that nothing they are going to say will in any way conflict with their religion. Okay, that does that sounds pretty banal. All right. At the time that he is led in the oath, the candidate is disoriented, blindfolded, half-naked, confused, afraid, and humiliated. He has been stripped of all of his clothes and his wedding ring and is put on something similar to pajamas with one leg rolled up and the shirt shirt half off his torso. This kind of looks like how I look when I get out of bed. I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm a real mess too. He has been blindfolded with a hood and has a rope put around his neck. That's not a good look. 
He has been led around during the initiation ritual like a blind dog on a leash. He has no idea who is watching him or how many men there are. He has been told that he is in darkness and must depend on masonry to give him light. After having been pressured into taking the oath that he is never expected to take, in which he only partly understood because he was disoriented and only heard a few words at a time, the initiate is given a written copy of the oath. He is required to memorize it word for word. This is similar to being pressured into signing a blank check and later finding out what it's going to cost you. All of this is powerful means of subjugation and mind control. Combined men to the lodge and its authority, both mentally and spiritually. This is from uh, McKinney. Please tell me pages 66 through 69 and 124. I don't know if Mr. McKinney is just pissed off, but the idea that you're writing a blank check and you don't know what it's going to cost you. I mean, I don't know if that's kind of what I would use to describe it. Um, None of these things are like super secret. Pretty much everybody knows that there's some sort of ritual involved for the initiate. Um, Like the Italians, right? In the mafia, like they have to burn a saint and they got to, you know, like uh, have like, you know, they prick their their finger. finger Yeah. And and they rub their hands together with the burning image of the saint saying that they're kind of like burning their allegiance to their religion. And now they're fully committed a blood oath to, you know, like the boss of their family, the, the mafia family. I don't, like everybody's got rituals that they go through. Well, I mean, <laughs> if we're comparing the two, uh, one, this one, um, the candidate is disoriented, mm-hmm. blindfolded, half naked, confused, afraid, and humiliated, uh, is a far cry from poking your finger with a uh, needle and you know with the saints and the the burning mm-hmm. and then rubbing the ashes that's a far cry from that i mean like he is he is stripped of all of his clothes and his wedding ring and ha- why is wedding ring because that vow doesn't mean shit right i mean is that is that that's, what we're talking about here i, I guess so or like your wife is, or your, your wife your spouse is no longer important compared to like you know that seems pretty sinister yeah i mean you know again we'd have to ask frank from the mason from the masons part of the evil ritual is banging broads (laughs) (laughs) oh man you know how many members they would have if that was part of the ritual (laughs) right right the door shut Hey, babe, I'm going down to the Masonic Lodge. You know what I'm saying? But then he's led around on, a, you know, why being blind, blindfolded um, and a hood. And then he the, he's, has a rope put around his neck and he's, you know, led around like a like a dog, not knowing who's in the room, who's looking at him, who's looking at his pee pee. Like, you know, it's embarrassing. That whole thing is in, embarrassing and that it's about control. It's about order and control. That whole ritual. Yeah, I. you know what? I, I mean, there's no other way to look at it, right? Because you're completely dependent upon the person who's leading you around. So I guess there is no other way to look at it. You know, there was a great movie with Johnny Depp a while ago. Uh, it was called From Hell. Does anybody remember that one? Yeah, it was a great movie. Excellent movie, and it's very heavy with the Masons, and they give you kind of a taste of you know, the initiation of the individual, like it's, it's a very good movie. It's a, if you haven't seen it, please check it out. I saw it in the, in the movie, in the cinema twice when it came out like that, 
Jesus, what was it, 2002? It was a long time ago. A long time ago, yeah. This is getting retarded how fast time is going. Not having a good time. It's already mid-June. I know, I know. Before you know it. Christmas will be here soon. That's right. Hey, shut the fuck up. Christmas time means present. 2001. 2001? Okay, thank you. And by the way, how dare you skip over Thanksgiving? I'm not. I'm just telling you. Uh, You know how we feel about Thanksgiving on the show. It's the most holy of holidays. I know. Thanksgiving's great. It's great. It's the best dinner of the the year. It's the kickoff to the rest of the holidays. It's number one, obviously. Wait, couldn't you say that Halloween is the kickoff? You don't get fucking dinner on Halloween. You get candy. And nobody gets candy when you're an adult unless you buy it yourself, and that's no fun. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right, fine. I disagree. (laughs) Because I I like I do too. No, I get excited to eat them, but it's not like when you're a kid, you get dressed up and you're like, I wonder oh, what opening I'm each one is like an adventure. Yeah. Of Halloween in your mouth. That's, yeah. yeah. Halloween but, in your mouth. But you know what you're getting because you already bought it. Like the part, the fun part of Halloween as a kid is like, well, combine it with a Masonic ritual and fucking put a bag over your head. <laughs> we should trust in the divine, trust in the divine light of the Reese's cup to lead you and show you the way. And believe me, I will. Uh, that's not a problem. Um, Okay. I love Reese's. Those are good. Now, I'm sure Mason's also like Reese's too. Perhaps they could tell us. I don't know. Now, let's let's move on to some uh, some you know, Masonic secrets. So, first of all, the fe- the fellow craft, the master Mason obligations are toned down as Christian Mason makes these vows with his hand on a Bible, asking God to keep him steadfast performing it. Once a man becomes a master Mason, he's eligible to join the Scottish Rite or the York Rite. Scottish Rite Masons have 29 more degrees, and York Wright has 10 more degrees. Each of these degrees include initiation with a blood oath. 32nd degree Mason is a man who reached the third degree Master Mason in his local lodge and then went through 29 more degrees in the Scottish Rite. 32nd degree Masons are eligible to join the Shriners, an American order of Freemasonry. Initiation into the Shriners includes a taking of a blood oath and swearing allegiance to Allah. Allah is, an, a, is not another name for the God of the Bible. It is a name for another God, a pagan God. See what I mean? Because this is, I thought they were the same person, honestly, but whatever. Well, um, they say that all gods, are, like all of the gods mean one God. Right. It's the same God. It's just not what you think it is. For my, is that what you understand too, Chris? So far? It's, it's, it's Gautu. Yeah. Grand architect. <laughs> Gout too. Gout. Not fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had to pick one thing that I've had that I don't like, and that's gout. I'm like, oh, that name's not going to work. Membership <laughs> in the 33rd degree is by invitation only. Initiation includes drinking wine out of human skull and taking a solemn oath that their primary allegiance is, is to the 33rd degree Masons. This is once again from McKinney, uh, page 104. So Masons spend their lives carefully guarding secrets, initiation rituals, secret words, obligations, signs, and secret distress signals, the grand hailing sign, and the question, is there no help for the widow's son? I don't know what any of that means. They take blood oaths, promising to allow themselves to be killed if they betray any of these secrets. However, most of these secrets have been matters of public record for over a century. In 1826, Captain William Morgan, Captain Morgan, 
a Mason of the Royal Arch degree, renounced Freemasonry. He then wrote Freemasonry Exposed, a book revealing Masonic oaths and secrets. He and his publisher were kidnapped by Masons. Captain Morgan was murdered, but his publisher escaped and told people about the murder. As a result of Captain Morgan's murder, thousands of Masons became disillusioned and renounced Freemasonry. Some of them testified in court, thus revealing more Masonic secrets. These written court records have been available to the public since 1826. In 1869, evangelist Charles Finney, a former Mason, published a book further exposing Freemasonry. In this book, which was published 130 years ago, Reverend Finney discusses eight books which had already been published by former Masons. One of them was a comprehensive book written by a committee of 16 former Masons, which gives signs, tokens, grips, sacred words, passwords, oaths, and hieroglyphics of 48 degrees of Freemasonry. Hieroglyphics? I, yeah. It also has diagrams of lodges and drawings representing signs and ceremonies. Another book to cover 62 degrees of Freemasonry, in addition to the Blue Lodge degree, which go through Master Mason, and the Scottish Rite and York Rite degrees. A number of European degrees are also described in these books. Since then, other former Masons have written books exposing Freemasonry. In 1988, Jim Shaw, a former 33-degree Mason, wrote about his personal experience, The Deadly Deception, a book which he co-authored with McKinney. The autobiography shows the human experiential side of Freemasonry through 33rd degree, in addition to giving secrets, oaths, and rituals. It shows love for the men while exposing the system. Here are the morals of Freemasonry. Masons required to tell lies and even perjure themselves to protect other Masons. Sounds like the mafia a little bit, okay? Okay. They also require to obey even orders which they know to be immoral. Once again, a little mafioso. You must conceal all the crimes of your brother Masons except murder and treason, and these only at your own option. And should you be summoned as a witness against a brother Mason, be always sure to shield him. Uh, falsely, if you don't tell the whole truth in his case, keep his secrets, forget the most important points. It may be perjury to do this. It is true, but you're keeping your obligations. Remember, if you live up to your obligations strictly, you'll be free from sin. Right or wrong, his very existence as a mason hangs upon obedience to the powers immediately set above him. The one unpardonable crime in a mason is contumacy, which is insubordination or disobedience. Okay. According to Masonic oaths, Masons are to be killed if they reveal Masonic secrets. In 1826, William Morgan published the book Freemasonry Exposed. This is a quote from the book. When a brother reveals any of our great secrets, whenever, for instance, he yells, he tells, excuse me, anything about Boaz, Tubalcain, or Yakin, or that awful Mahabone, there it is again, Angel, Boner's back. Or even when a minister prays in the name of Christ in any of our assemblies, you must always hold yourself in readiness if called upon to cut his throat from ear to ear or pull out his tongue by the roots and bury his body at the bottom of some lake or pond. Of course, all this must be done in secret, as it was the case of that notorious man Morgan, for both law and civilization are opposed to such barbarous crimes, but then... You know you must live up to your obligation, and, and so long as you have sworn to do it, by being very strict and obedient in the matter, you'll be free from sin. It doesn't sound like you'd be free from, like, you know, consequences of your actions. I mean, cutting out a man's tongue, burying him at the bottom. How do you bury somebody at the bottom of a pond? Like, do you have to get the suit and go down there and dig a hole? Like, is that 
like, and then the water's going to fill it. Like, I don't know how that works, but whatever. I don't know. Okay. Now there's this, uh, there's this Italian Mason. Okay. Giuseppe Mazzini, 33 degree Mason founded by uh, a group of revolutionaries called young Italy. Their goal was to free Italy from control of the monarchy and the Pope. They succeeded. And Mazzini, Mazzini, there's no end at only at the end. Mazzini is honored as a patriot in Italy. However, in the process, the mafia was born. The young Italy revolutionaries needed money, and they supported themselves by robbing banks, looting, or burning businesses if protection money was not paid and kidnapping for ransom. Throughout Italy, the word spread that Mazzini, autorizza furti, uh, incidenti e attitani, meaning Manzini authorizes theft, arson, and kidnapping. This phrase was shortened to the acronym MAFIA organized crime was born so there it is m-a-f-i-a how about that another acronym to add to our acronym list it's crazy i'm done with them (laughs) just say the words um uh, it means nothing now like mafia people just think that it's like you know oh an actual word instead of an acronym fair enough the majority of Supreme Court justices were uh, Masons from Fort 1941-1971. During this time, prayer and Bible reading were prohibited in schools. Are we seeing a little bit of a bent? Yes. And pornography was redefined to allow things that had previously been considered indecent. So the Masons are about getting prayer out of school and porn. A lot of people are not going to have a problem with that. Just saying. 16 presidents were Masons. Many judges and politicians are Masons in 1950. One out of every 12 American men was a Mason, but membership has been decreasing since then. Freemasonry and cults. Angel, you're really going to enjoy this next part. All right. Christopher as well. Joseph Smith. Dumb, 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 (laughs) dumb. Okay. Founded the Mormon Church, which is also called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which I know Angel's a huge fan of fucking people are i'm telling you right now dude like there is nothing but a bunch of weirdos coming out of fucking the lds okay like these people literally are like a bunch of joseph smiths okay and i'm gonna tell you that they actually believe they actually believe the shit that they spout Okay, mm-hmm. it, it's it's crazy. They go in, they they they're in the temple. They have visions of angels speaking to them. They're the this group of people had you know are more connected to angels and gods and you know sweet baby Jesus mm-hmm. than any other <laughs> fucking religious group. I'm telling you, Jody Aris, all of them, they're all they, they they come from that fucking you know whatever Mormons. Just stay away from them. All right. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Joseph Smith, dum-dum-dum-dum-dum, and his followers were Masons. Mormon priests go through the rituals of the first three degrees of Masonry. Mormon sources claim that Masons murdered Joseph Smith. As a result, Mormons aren't allowed to join Masonic lodges, even though their origin is Masonic. Masons founded the Church of Scientology. Mary Baker Eddy, the founder of Christian Science, was strongly influenced by Freemasonry. And Madame Blavatsky, the founder of Theosophy, was a Mason. Some European lodges have admitted women. Theosophy is a foundation to much of the New Age movement. In 1951, a Mason named Gerald B. Gardner introduced Wicca to mainstream society. Gardner 
was the first fully public witch of modern times. He, I thought men were warlocks. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's all mumbo jumbo. He made witchcraft more socially acceptable by changing its name to Wicca and calling it an ancient religion. There is evidence that Gardner's witchcraft texts were his personal creation rather than being documents handed down from ancient tradition. <laughs> the grip. So I didn't even know that, but I knew right away. And when somebody <laughs> says they're a Wiccan, that it was it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. And you, you know how you get that feeling inside of you, like you you dumb motherfucker, you're embarrassed for him. You're like, what the fuck, Wiccan? Yeah. That even sounds dumb. Do you know what I'm talking about? But oh, you yeah. don't say it. You know it, and you feel it. Yeah, I get like secondarily embarrassed yeah, for the person instantly. Like, w- Wiccan, Wicca. It's like as soon as somebody says that, I'm like, ugh. Well, it's it's like the whole uh, astrology <laughs> bullshit. Like those people, those people are absolutely batshit crazy. Chris, I found something that was funny. I put it up and it was, it said like a lady cra- girl crashes her car and she's like, oops, that's because I'm an asparagus. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, and you know what, man? Some girl would be like, oh my God, girls, same, same girl. Yeah. Like, yes, you know, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So let's go get our chakras aligned. There we go. I, I need something aligned. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> you sure do. So, if it works, let me know where uh, to go. There you go. So there you go. So uh, Joseph Smith, uh, the founder of the Church of Latter Day Saints, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. And even the Wiccan movement. I did not know. Like, this was What a just, grift, dude, right? I had no idea that a Mormon founded the Wicca religion. It's even more laughable to me now. Yeah. Well, I got something bad for you. So I'm going to finish okay. this off here. What I mentioned a common denominator, if you've been paying attention for a while. And I'm going to go ahead and kick don't, it off. To don't talk term. to the Jesus. No, 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 no. Okay. This is not. Does this have anything to do with Jesus? Okay. Um, what about the Jews? They're always the problem, right? If you ask the right people, right? Okay. Okay. So once again, we uh, we're at a point now where now we're getting into the conspiracy theories brought to you by the um, uh, the protocols of the elders of Zion. So Judeo-Masonic conspiracy, that is a real conspiracy theory, obviously a little anti-Semitic and anti-Masonic involving alleged secret coalition of Jews and Freemasons. These theories were popular in the far right, particularly in France, Spain, Portugal, Italia, Germany, Russia, big fucking surprise there, Serbia, Eastern Europe, and Japan. The Japanese even got in on this. That's wild. They have their own problems with similar allegations still being published. So, you know, I, I, I kind of, I, sometimes I don't want to, to, to show images, but we're gonna show some images. These are some interesting ones, right? So I always found that, you know, people are always like, you know, making caricatures, I guess you could say. Okay. Of, uh, of you know, like of Jews, all right? So, Here's one for you. I'm going to go ahead and share the screen. For those of you that are getting the audio portion only, I'll try to describe it as best as I can, okay? So this is an image from France, uh, renowned for its, uh, for its anti-Semitism. Okay. Okay. It's true. Look at this guy right here. 
This is the Aryan. This this is an Aryan guy, <laughs> and he's breaking the chains that were held by the Mason. Because you can see there's this Mason that's wearing an apron or like a sash that has yeah. the Masonic symbols of like uh, what is it the the compass and the square, the builder tools, yeah, skull, yeah. all that, and the all seeing eye a little bit up there, the eye of Providence, and of course the Jewish guy is has a funny nose and the Aryan is wearing a well it looks like a viking helmet but a cross around his neck you know mm -hmm. no conflict whatsoever in this image and uh he's uh breaking the chains of um the the, the captive chains from the jew and the uh the mason right so there's that great wonderful thank you very much for that okay yeah it's called the Aryan breaks the chain of the jew and the freemason that held him captive the drawing was from 1897, so this is not necessarily new. And then I got a couple here for you, Angel. You're really going to get a kick out of these. Oh, um, okay. And, you know, being facetious as the day is long. All right. So look at this one. This one is, so we have, this is a world politics, world revolution. Freemasonry is an international organization beholden to Jewry with the political goal of establishing Jewish domination through worldwide revolution. That's what this um, German poster is from 1935, mm -hmm. according to my notes. And then if we come down here, it looks like a nice ride on, you know, or, you know, this guy's getting a nice ride from this dude plowing a field with his horse. It could, yeah. Is there um, any way that you can edit where your name is? No. Yeah. No, there isn't. Yeah. No. So I, you screwed that one up. Yeah, I sure did. But uh, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion is a conspiracy theory that um you know it kind of it brings everybody together in a sense right so mm -hmm. it has all these different ideas now i want to I, I can't stress it enough this is not a german invention the biggest anti-semitic country for the longest time was fucking russia the protocols of the elders of zion are what they're a made-up document by a uh a member of the secret police of the czar so this is pre-revolutionary russia right okay all right so it's uh, heavily influenced. A, it's it's a fabricated document exposing this worldwide uh, Jewish conspiracy, right? Mm -hmm. They throw the Masons in here as well. So the Masons and the Jew are working with world capitalism or communism, depending on which one you're going to want to get mad at or which one you like the least for controlling white people or okay. regular Protestant folks or what have you. They've also been in league with uh, the Vatican. That's also been a problem, too. Um, we looked at like a little bit of like, I guess you could say, trying to tie this all together. I mentioned to the group a while ago that some people there's a popular conspiracy theory, and I know Christopher knows about this, and we talked about it with Angel. A lot of folks feel that the Knights Templar are the original Masons. Now, if you try to go back into Masonic history, they will claim they go back to Solomon, like Solomon from the Bible. Okay. Okay. That's a serious, I mean, that's a long way to go, right? That's Old Testament. That's a long time ago. So the, the people that are here today feel that they inherited that, um, that history from the Masons that built Solomon's temple and the Knights Templar who met the Master Masons when they went to the Holy Land during Crusade. Okay? 
So there's a famous chapel called Roslyn Chapel, where there's one of the Masons that built it, uh, uh, were designed a horse with two riders. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't now laugh. Know, I'm laughing. I just don't notice uh, the name change of, of Christopher. What is his name? What does it say? Because mine says not a robot. It says definitely a robot. <laughs> Fine. We're going to have a fucking capture or whatever the fuck it is before we sign on. Sorry. That's okay. So they claim that this thing was um, put together, like the, the, Mason, the Masons escaped. You had a persecution that happened. That's where Friday the 13th comes from, right? And that's okay. from the 14th century? Yes. Where they burnt, the Masons were bankers. They wrote notes of credit and they were safe. You could get one in Venice, right? Okay. On your way to the Holy Land. And say, hey, here's my X amount of uh, florins or whatever it is the currency they were using, gold. And um, can I have a note of credit so that I can pick these up when I get to, I don't know, uh, Acre, uh, you know, Haifa, when I get to Jerusalem or whatever. And they're like, yeah, sure, we'll write that up for you. It was a bank, right? So they went over there and, and, and then you would cash your, 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 your note and get your money when you got to the Holy Land. Pretty cool, right? It's like a traveler's check. Mm-hmm. Well, when you start banking and making money like that, and you're collecting usury by using your local Jew, because <laughs> they're going to hell anyway, according to them. So they're like, yeah, sure, they can collect interest, not a problem. You start loaning out money. And apparently the French king was into the Knights Templar heavy. All right. I think it was King Philip. Was it King Philip? I, I don't remember his name. I'm going off of memory right now. Well... They burnt the head of the Knights Templar to death alive, burnt him alive. After that's terrible. torturing him, he confessed to worshiping the devil, having gay sex, because that's got to be in there, obviously. Uh, he confessed all of these things because, you know, he was being tortured, uh, which people are want to tell you whatever you want to hear while you're, you know, fucking torturing them on the wheel and the rack. Uh, so they burnt him alive and he cursed, um, he cursed the Pope and he cursed the king. Apparently both of them died within the year. From this curse from this mason but apparently a lot of them were able to escape to scotland that's that is the theory that ties these two things together and they took some of their wealth with them all right Roslyn chapel apparently is one of these secret you know hush hush but they put a fucking masonic image inside the church to keep it quiet right because that's totally what i would do wink and a nod because nobody's going to figure this one out People are tying Rosalind Chapel to the, the folks that escaped and why they have that connection to the uh, Knights Templar, okay? Now, the thing is, is there actually is an order within Freemasonry that is called the Knights Templar, okay? It uh, has ranks derived from the original military order. The conclusion we can draw is that while this is a fun conspiracy to investigate, you can believe whatever you want. The conclusion, I think that's just what it is, you guys. I think people want to believe it because it makes it fun. Mm -hmm. it, it's like, oh, it's intriguing. Oh, maybe there's something there. They tie them to the Bilderbergers, all this stuff. I'm, in my opinion, I think it's, it's, I don't think that's what it is at all. I mean, I'm sure that there are some people that are, you know, um, Masons who also run in those circles, but it doesn't necessarily mean that like it masonry as a whole is 
connected to that group entirely. Um, you know, I'm sure that there are, you know, many different uh, Masons um, and, and government and other areas, uh, you know, but that doesn't mean the entire organization or group are in 100% within those individual groups. They could be, but it doesn't necessarily always mean that. Sometimes people like to try to tie a lump everything into one you know area when it's yeah. not necessarily that way and i try to not do that and sometimes i can do that and we all do that but i think it's it's fair to try to remember just because it might appear that way doesn't always mean that that's what it is actually happening fair at enough. the end of the day chris what do you think right. I think they ran away to Scotland where they hid their secret stash of Jew gold. <laughs> you were waiting for that. You were totally waiting to deliver that one. That was great. Yeah, I I think people like again and the down the Dan Brown books, the Angels and Demons books that they turned into movies, that only facilitates this rumor. And it's growing. not real. Like it's no. just it's a story. It's not real. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there a Rosalind Chapel? Absolutely. Yes. yes. You know, um, is there a massive vault where there's hordes of Jew gold secretly hidden? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, did, you know, Jesus have um, sons and daughters? I don't think so. I don't know. I think he did. Maybe. With who? He got murdered. You got married at a young age back Who then. Who did he marry? Mary Magdalene. He did not marry her. There's no proof of that. No, there's there isn't, no, but that's another story no, that the same people run with. Right. There's no proof of no, that. No, there's no proof of that. Like, but here's the best part. The grift. So the Wicca guy, Joseph Smith, and this other author have made lots of money off of the imagination of people. It's a good story. There's a book out there that that's the same people that run in the same circles with the Illuminati shit mm -hmm. that tie all of the original kings of, of medieval Europe, their bloodline, to Jesus and Mary Magdalene. How they got the DNA testing done, I don't know. The jury is out. They we have no idea. They visited the naked archaeologists, of course. I mean, how they else? They obviously funded it with their Jew gold. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> In their secret vault. Yes. I don't, I mean. <laughs> it's so silly. Sometimes I want things to be real because right. it's so like, interesting. Like Santa Claus. You know, and it's like it, it would just sometimes make sense. But yeah, it a lot of the times... Most of the time, things are just fucking coincidental. And I've, I've come to know that, you know, the older I get, mm -hmm. the more I realize, like, sometimes things just happen right. and it does. It's not tied to anything. There's no reason behind it other than it just fucking all came Correlation together that way. Correlation does not equal causation. Correct. Right. Perfect. Now, the reason why I think Freemasonry also gets, I don't know credence as a uh, you know like a secretive and very powerful organization well i mean again we went through a list of supreme court justices and presidents of the united states the yeah. first one being george washington right the freemasons also designed washington dc that's why washington, the washington six foot 20 weighs a fucking ton <laughs> spread spread delaware. delaware he's coming 
He's coming. He's coming. The present beware. The future beware. That's right. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He'll save the children, but not the British children. Let me lay it on the line. He had two on the vine. Two sets of testicles so divine. With a horse made of crystal, he patrolled the land. With his mason ring and schnauzer and his perfect hands. Here comes George. In, in control. control. Women love his stuff and his gallant stroll. That's right. He once dipped his <laughs> opponent's wife's hand in a jar of acid yeah. at a party. Anyway, guys, you don't know what that is. I'm sorry. It's super fun. <laughs> We're showing our age. But yeah, George Washington, first, like the first president of the United States, hero of the Revolutionary War. Mason, designer of Washington, D.C., French Mason, the obelisk. It's a little suspect here. We don't have a land of the same Egypt. You know what I mean? And they're like, no, we need some of this you know, shit from well, old school. I do have to say, like, so like the as above, so below thing, like people tried to back in the day build um, structures to align with the heavens, mm -hmm. but it didn't necessarily. Oh, maybe it meant something to them at the time, but like it didn't necessarily mean anything like crazy. Right. Right. Like, it's not like. You know, just because um, the three pyramids of Giza line up with Orion. Dude, dude, Paul, like, hey, look at those stars thing. in the sky. Let's yeah. some pyramids to line up with it. How fucking cool would that be? <laughs> yeah, that's what they were doing, basically. Like, Got nothing else to do, right? They had nothing to do but look at the stars. They didn't have technology like this. They didn't have TV. They they couldn't talk into a microphone through Zoom. All this shit's going through space. That's Yeah, and they were like, looking at space. I mean, they were looking at, yeah, they were yeah. looking at space. They were trying to, you know whatever that's what they had to do fair enough planting all of that revolves around the seasons which revolves around the procession the earth and everything that happens fair enough i can uh i can confidently say it from my behalf after kind of and we didn't even cover like a shitload of the because there's so much again i was made you probably like, have a four-hour podcast oh yeah easily we can do a part two a continuation i mean if it's necessary you might but um we skipped over a lot of stuff and yeah it's again when you get a bunch of dudes together they're trying to get away from their wives it's like a treehouse fucking club of men who are now we were old enough to afford fancy uniforms and swords right yeah all right we're gonna like, we had to sum it all up in a nutshell a boys club funded by Jew gold. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the conspiracy. Where yeah, you're not allowed it. to say Jesus. No. Freemasons. Yeah, that's it. And pig, pig roast and pancake breakfasts and Shriner hats. So, yeah, uh, there's that. Uh, that's the um, my again. My conclusion is that there's not a lot here. Uh, there really isn't. The Knights Templar is cool and awesome. That story would be. Yeah, most likely did not happen. I'm not saying that there weren't any Templars that escaped France during the persecution. I'm sure they did. Of course, they had money. Of course, they can, they can go wherever the fuck they want. But they're not going to start broadcasting it. Then the Pope is going to get upset and be like, all right, all right. Now we got to go all the way to England and Scotland. They're not going to say anything. So um, and we wish them well uh, wherever the um, Knights Templar are. Yeah, I mean, we're the, hopefully you're still hanging out somewhere. There is a uh, Mexican cartel, drug cartel called the Knights Templar. There you go. 
And I think they're probably a little bit more violent than the original ones. And that's saying something because the Knights Templar weren't the nicest people. They went out and achieved Also funded by Jew Gold. Also funded by Jew Gold. There you go. It all comes back to the common denominator. We got some listener in fucking North Dakota is like, I'm trying to fucking fucking tell them. I'm trying to tell you guys. They got secret stashes of Jew Gold. That's right. Funding all the clandestine dark darkness spreading missions throughout the world. All funded by Jew Gold. That's right. All of it. What about the Salvation Army? Jew Gold. Jew Gold. Yep, all of it. Santa Claus, fucking Jew Gold for yeah. sure. Jew Gold. It's, it's, a, it's how they launder the money. That's right. That's right. They tell people yes. they're a charitable organization giving out toys to kids. Meanwhile, they cook the books with the Jew Gold. <laughs> We figured it all out here, you guys. We figured it all yeah. out. That's uh, that's it. We might jive it back into this at some point in time. We'll see. But um, Part that's, that's all we have for this week uh, for Conspiracy Corner Volume 4. It's been a long time coming. Um, we'll think about another one put together for you here in the near future. Does anybody have anything else, uh, Angel, before we depart, Christopher? You have to do the bit shoot, but see, I can't do the share screen now for this particular because Jay left up his first and last name in the comment section on the pictures that he showed us from the Google Doc. Yeah. So you won't be able to see the share screen, but you'll be able to see our beautiful faces. So just look at BitChute and maybe we can just put some pictures or link to some pictures so that you can view the pictures that Jay was trying to uh, show you. Because I'm not going to just take all that time and edit that and blur that out. It's too much time for that. I'm just not going to do the share screen. Okay. That's it. Sounds good. Yep, that's that's on me. You can find the pictures. (laughs) I'll I'll include them in the post. Okay. So don't worry about that. Christopher, anything at all before we depart? You (laughs) go. Okay. There you go. Shalom. Um, uh, Yeah. That's all we have for this week. I'd like to thank our sponsors. AgorasNexus.com, Ray Faba Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes, I Pain Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents, Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. Don't forget about our friend Bobby at Fairly Decent Golf. Check him out. And also, if you haven't checked out Joe's uh, podcast, uh, who, he's been on our show a couple of times when we did, um, what the hell was it? Uh, what, what, what conspiracy theory did we tackle back then? I don't remember. Shit, it has to do with airplanes the fuck is it not 911 um <laughs> uh what the f- contrails uh chemtrails yeah, that's we, what he, it was. he was on and he was the original uh he did our original song uh back in the day bc before christopher so that's it but ladies and gentlemen i think the time has finally arrived we're going to talk about soap now what about soap i don't know if you've noticed but uh here in northeast ohio it's been really hot for a long time today was like really the first cool morning was able to take the dog out not sweat to death but those of you that live in other places yeah there you go you can see the soap right there ladies and gentlemen let me tell you something the largest largest organ you have is your skin you got to take good care of your skin father's day's coming up and maybe you have a dad hopefully he didn't run out for cigarettes and milk and never come home but maybe your dad stinks we know the dads are out there playing in the yard fucking doing things walking dogs mm-hmm. grilling and just men smell bad okay let's just cut it what it ball <laughs> ball vinegar and all it's not a good smell your dad he's been married for 30 fucking years he doesn't care anymore but you do because you've got to go to the barbecue and you don't want to smell dad stinking so you're like hey pop why don't you uh, try out some of this todd's gay soap don't let the gay part scare you there's nothing scary about todd's gay soap 
Use Todd's Gay Soap liberally all over your body. Buy the Gay Soap because, like I said, Todd bought a new truck, okay, and he's rubbed it in my face several fucking times. It's blue, and I'm not happy about it. It's a blue tundra. He's got lots of money, or Greg does, and we've got to help Todd <laughs> we gotta help, help Greg, Greg. okay? <laughs> Because Greg is a decent man who's paying everybody's fucking way over there. Good man that he is. We love Greg. We do love Todd. Uh, he's a good guy, too. But check out Akron Apothecary. Take care of yourself. Think of other people. And wash with a proper soap, not a detergent for your ball bag. Check out Todd's Gay Soap because, in fact, Todd's Gay Soap is... Soap-footed-ass. Because no one wants to learn quantum mechanics and play a game of Schrodinger's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. That is a new one and a good one. We're keeping it. Thank you for the support, everybody. We love you very much. Don't forget to like, subscribe, subscribe and share. We need the shares. So we'll see you later. <laughs> okay. Bye.